This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, the last one solo, uh, depending on what Alan plans to do. Plans so far are that he is coming back. We did get an update from him. Um, but producer Shelby joins me. Hello, hello. Hello. Now, can I just I'm say, exhausted. I'm exhausted. We were at an event last night. Um, we got a little sneak preview of the Married at First Sight first episode. Yes. And we got to meet Lauren. Yes. Um, now, we had to sign, I'm not even kidding, how um, a list of us, uh, we had to sign a non-disclosure mm-hmm. because they don't want any spoilers getting out. You know what was so wild to me is that Lauren, who is a contestant from WA, and you're going to hear all about her, uh, she wasn't allowed to stay for the episode. Yeah, so, so interesting. Isn't that interesting? Um, but I will say this, and I think I might not get sued for saying this, so I'm going to do a delicate <laughs> dance. But there is one moment in particular. I did a little um, reaction video on my Instagram and TikTok about it because I obviously we couldn't talk about it. But I filmed uh, mine and Sean, uh, who you'll hear um, during the daytime's reaction to this particular moment. Didn't mm-hmm. get yours on film. Couldn't afford your no, appearance you fee. you can't afford my appearance fee. Um, but we all had the same, like, there is a moment. You'll know it when you see it. It's back Gen 29th. That I was, think the entire room did. It was like, I've never seen anything like it on maps. It was like someone has gone full chaotic, unhinged. And then we had John Aiken, um, who you'll hear on the show on Monday, uh, do a bit of a Q&A after the episode. I would listen to his voice as an audiobook. Just oh, putting it out there. He's he got has a great voice. the most calming voice. Um, now, again, that was also meant to be a bit confidential because he got a bit loosey-goosey. He was on the reds. <laughs> um, but I think I'm allowed to say this. Um, and I think he'll... And if you aren't, I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, he said, because people were saying, surely that particular moment was a bit hammed up or the producers pushed this particular person to do that and say that. And he said, absolutely not. And I kind of, he seemed genuine. Yeah. like, And I don't think a producer could even come up with that. Um, so anyway, bit of a spoiler, not spoiler. Not spoiler. Um, also, me. special shout out to you, Carly, for giving me your what? tiramisu last night. Thank you. <gasps> Thank you so much. Can I just say, never come between producer Shelby and food. You know what? The listeners would understand. It's one of those things where it's the um, the alternate menus. Oh, I know. So I spent the whole night stressing about getting the worst of, you know, getting the meal that I didn't want. Now, this is the thing about being vegetarian. It's good <laughs> and bad. You get what you're given yeah. for being a little bit fussy, a little bit different, and no one can swap meals with you. Yeah. So if you're happy with what you've got, <laughs> the hawks can't That's why be I asked circling. everybody at the table before I asked you. <laughs> oh, you're already sniffing around my plate. What have you got? All of a sudden, you're vegetarian. <laughs> um, so, yeah, special shout out for that. Yeah. No, I was happy to give you the tiramisu because it's got um, coffee in it and I'm very um, caffeine sensitive. I know it's only got a little minute bit. Didn't stop you from eating the cheese with your, your cheeks. I had the you weirdest know, dreams last allergic. night. Oh, yeah. I've got um, a mild allergic reaction to cheese. So um, my cheeks tingle. But that's all part of it, guys. It actually enhances the cheese experience. You know, that's <laughs> how I can tell if it's quality cheese or not. So my cheeks. That's interesting. Seriously. But also like concerning. <laughs> no, no. So this is this is legit. I would actually love to delve more into this. Maybe we should do it on the show and see what ones my cheeks tingle and what they don't. Because Ooh. with I can tell fake cheese because with fake cheese, right? Like the plastic cheeses, all that. My cheeks don't tingle. But it's but, only hard cheeses that your cheeks tingle. Like no, they don't no. do it with the soft cheeses. No, no, no. It's like the higher the cheese quality, oh. the more they tingle. Soft Damn. cheeses. Not, but if I get a quality soft cheese, 
I always want to just put two cheeses in front of you and go, which is the which one is the I could, I quality one? I could do it <laughs> purely. It's like my spidey senses, my cheeks tingle. So yeah, if you're a cheese company, get the Coles two dollar one versus you know that like French nice one. Yes, no, like literally the more high. That's how I can tell if I'm eating good cheese. <laughs> Because you know how on a cheese platty, you can't tell the difference between stuff. But if I get a tingle, I'm like, oh, they've spent the money. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm at a nice place. Oh, I'm going to clean my act up a bit. Um, but anyway, that this has gotten weird. This is really taking um, a turn. I will say, we, we mentioned this earlier in the, the week. It's Friday. We were at an event last night. We have powered through the show. And a busy show. Busy show. Speaking of power, sorry, guys. I don't mean to trigger you, oh. and Cal. <laughs> hopefully you can be listening to this and hopefully your power is restored. But that, yeah, made for a very busy show. So we're trying to get out of here early. Um, we've been getting out of here at quite a decent hour. Every I won't day. be able to today because I haven't done any of the. Normally, I try and get all my stuff done so I can leave early, but I haven't had a chance to do that today. Oh, what have you been doing in there? What do you mean? All the things that we've been oh, yes, <laughs> doing on the show that don't just appear. <gasps> oh yes, I forgot. I forgot how much work you actually do, Shelby. <laughs> Oh, it's like she hasn't been in for a chat. What's oh going on? Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, oh, actually, podcast, speaking of working, um, it's I for India, starting with I, name an Australian sports person. Ian Thorpe. I thought you'd get it straight away. Yeah, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. And that Are was, there any other ones on the sheet? That Ian was, Thorpe? Uh, there was another person. Um, let me get that back up. Okay. Who else was there? Oh, Israel Falau. Oh, okay. That's a good one as well. Is it? I mean, but it's an easy one. It's to an remember. easy one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But um, I just go with Ian Thorpe. Yep, yeah, Ian Thorpe. Iconic, isn't he? Mm, yeah. Jeez. What's he doing these days? <laughs> okay, I think we've gone enough time. Oh, sorry. Time oh, you know what? I'm going to go Google Enjoy Ian the Thorpe. podcast. <laughs> right now on 131060, I want to hear about your Lost Rings stories to make myself feel a little better. Um, guys, I'm not even going to go into all the times I have lost my wedding and engagement rings, uh, but I will flex on you all at the moment because over the Christmas break, I decided to take full advantage of the beautiful weather and WA beaches. So there are a lot of beach swims happening, which means that um, I had to take off my wedding engagement rings multiple times. And it was my greatest fear. And you know what? I managed to go the whole Christmas holidays, a lot of beach swims without losing them, which for me is a huge achievement um, because, as I said before, I'm not going to go into how many times I've lost them. Uh, we did get a great story uh, written in from Elizabeth who said that one day she noticed her wedding ring going down the conveyor belt at Coles. Luckily, she did get it back, but that is nightmare fuel right there. Uh, let's go to Maddie in Bunbury. Maddie, what happened to the ring? Oh, hi, Carly. Welcome hi. back. Oh, um, thank you. We got engaged. We went out with our friends to celebrate at a bar, had a few drinks, and then we picked up some KFC on the way home. Oh, living. Uh, <laughs> the next day, much to my horror, the ring could be nowhere found. We <gasps> searched everywhere through the house. It had fallen off. It was a bit big. I was thinking, I've lost it at the bar. It's gone forever. So upset. And then my husband came in and found <laughs> he found it at the bottom of a box of mashies stuck to a mashie. <laughs> wedged right on in. Oh, my God. That's um, amazing. Equal, <laughs> equally embarrassed. I'm just more impressed the fact that you had leftovers with KFC. There, there, there would be no mashies to lose my ring in, that's for sure. 
Oh, it, I'll never forget the sight of that the gold ring and the diamond stuck in the bottom of the matching. So it's it a was bit, a miracle. It's a bit triggering for you when someone uh, says KFC then. A little, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Jen in Albany. Jen, what happened to the ring? I lost it in a football field. <gasps> Somebody trotted into the ground, so I lost it for three months. And then... We had a bit of rain and it washed up. Somebody saw it, a lady saw it, and she, my name was in it and my husband's name. And they happened to know my husband and where he worked. And they told him, they took it to the police station, they told him that they found it. So I was very lucky to get it back. Oh, geez, you've got to love Albany, don't you? The fact that you pick up a random oh, ring, see the engraving. This wasn't in Albany. Oh, it though. wasn't? No, it was in New Zealand. Oh, my God. Well, as we know, New Zealand, quite a small country. Thank goodness yeah. that paid off for you, Jan. It did. It did. <laughs> oh, well, geez, I'm glad you got it back. Uh, let's go to Tony in Bunbury. Tony, what happened to the ring? Um, every night I take my rings off to go when I go to bed. I put them on the side of my um, table there. Yep. Got it one morning and they were missing. And we got seven kids. And one of them decided to take him to school for show and tell. Oh, my God. Now, how did you find this out? Um, after a couple of days, one of the kids goes, oh, yeah, I took it to school for show and tell. And I went, where is it? And he goes, oh, I don't know. <gasps> and, yeah, lucky yeah. enough, um, Jules, the other announcer. Yep. Yep, she uh, got me another one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, Tony, if you're angling here, I'm so sorry. Not quite in my budget. <laughs> <laughs> Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly. And as we know, those power outages are still very much affecting a lot of residents, especially in the wheat belt and the gold fields. And to give us the latest is the Mayor Glenn Wilson. Uh, first and foremost, I appreciate you taking the time. I can imagine you're pretty run off your feet at the moment, Glenn. Carly has been a very busy, for probably 48 hours, even longer for this week. We've had a few other issues to deal with in town and then uh, throw the power into the mix and it's been extremely busy for us, but uh, happy to have a chat. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, it is important to give people the latest. And what is that? So at the moment, power is being restored back to the city of Calgary Boulder. It started from about seven o'clock last night and slowly made its way through the town site. There are still some pockets of Calgary Boulder without power this morning. However, most of the town site is covered, which is fantastic and some great work there from Synergy and Western Power behind the scenes to be able to do that. What we've got is everybody catching up. So uh, obviously the supermarkets are starting to fill up with people. The major supermarkets are getting their supplies uh, reordered and brought up to Calgary Boulder because all of the perishable foods were destroyed and had to be uh, weren't, weren't fit for sale. So um, they'll be through that restocking phase, which they are very aware of. Fuel, there's a there's a line at every fuel station in town this morning. Obviously, everyone driving around to charge their phones and to keep cool. It was over 41 degrees in Cal wow. yesterday. Yeah, so it was um, yeah, an experience and a half. Hopefully, the power is on here in Calgary, Boulder, but we've got um, other issues um, around the state which we're very aware of. And um, the city at the moment is taking a very proactive role in the emergency management. Um, we've got our city of Calgary, Boulder admin office, uh, which is currently housing the DFES teams who are working out of there trying to establish uh, all sorts of uh, hazard management at the moment as well for the rest of the region. So the city, as far as uh, facilities go, the golf course will be offline today and also the Goldfields Oasis swimming side of things um, due to the balance required of the water and the chemical um, situation there, obviously. Um, so 
uh, that we'll just keep that a little bit safer for now. But uh, other than that, uh, it, we're starting to return to business as usual across the city, which is great to see. Oh, that is fabulous to see because we were uh, hearing word at one point that it could be up to seven days. So, so they obviously got on that pretty quickly. Yeah, so there's obviously two different parts to that story as well, Carly. Just to clarify, it's seven days for probably a lot of the network. Um, because Calgary Bold has got the backup generation um, here and capable for the town site. The main priority was that for our town and for our city um, was to have that backup generator come online. Seven days is probably the work that it's going to take um, to restore power from the transmission line. So there is still that uh, that particular element of the situation at the moment. Uh, but we do have obviously a lot going on around the city at the moment and, and our crews are working throughout um, whether they be emergency management crews or uh, through the uh, service utilities as well to restore power and to get service back up and running to normality. Oh, fabulous news. And just quickly, what caused this? Because there's been a lot of debate happening online. Sure. So the cause of the uh, power line going down was due to some storms in the wheat belt. Um, I've seen some photos on how some of those electricity pylons have looked and they are not in a very good way. That was between Meriden and Condinant. That supplies the power to Kalgoorlie Boulder. We're basically at the end of the extension cord from the power station to, to, to sort of summarise it pretty well. Um, then we've also got the backup generation that happens here in Kalgoorlie, which is um, the, the generator. The generator fired up on Wednesday night, but then failed again within three hours. So therefore, the backup generator failed here in Calgary Boulder and the backup to the backup generator also failed. So we just had a unfortunate, perfect storm of events. Whoa. And obviously, we want to prevent this from ever happening again. Uh, I can imagine you're now looking forward to the future and probably uh, putting some plans in place and maybe some backup, backup, backup plans. Yeah, absolutely, Carly. Doing the best we can at the moment under an enormous amount of pressure. Absolutely. And it sounds like you guys are doing a phenomenal job. And I am seeing a lot online of people helping out their fellow neighbours. And it really just speaks to the spirit of Cal and how you guys really help each other out there. I'm hearing stories today. And obviously, I was pretty stuck in a lot of meetings and a lot of um, briefings and debriefings yesterday. But the way in which neighbours are throwing um, generator leads across the the, the fence to help out other neighbours. That's just indicative of the Calgary Boulder spirit where we just want to help each other out and check in on each other and continue to do that today with everyone because not everyone will have the full amount of uh, what they require. Obviously, people lost a lot of food and perishables yesterday. So, um, yeah, big pat on the back. And, and thank you to the, the, the residents of the city of Calgary Boulder for their patience. It was hot yesterday. Um, hot and happy is probably how the services described our people yesterday, which was great. But look, there's a lot of frustration, obviously, out in the market. We'll tackle that in, in ways to come in the future. Absolutely. Well, I so appreciate your time. I know you're very busy and you're helping a lot of people this morning. So once again, thank you, Glenn, for joining me. Too easy. Carly, thank you. Alan and Carly. Alan aboard. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly. And I can say that now without a disclaimer because he is back, baby. Well, kind of. He's back somewhere in the country. Where the bloody hell are you? Bonjour, Carly. I am in uh, Sydney. Uh, you used a bit of French because I was at New Caledonia. I could give you a bit of Batu as well while I'm here because I was uh, hanging around some other islands as well. But I am in Sydney, so kind of close to you, but kind of not. <laughs> 
Um, not even close, mate. Now, no. speaking of not even close, I did not get the updates I wanted. I have been watching World Cruise TikTok. So when you said you were going to be sending through daily updates, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. There's going to be some drama with Bev at the buffet. Instead, <laughs> all we got was you rubbing in the fact that you were still on holidays while most of us were back at work. Yeah, I still technically am on holiday. I'm going to go see Beauty and the Beast later, the musical, which would be great while oh. I'm here in Sydney. Oh, how yeah. selfless of you to speak uh, to us, working <laughs> Yeah, I've taken some time out of my day, to be honest. And, and you know what? Like, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm a hero or a work hero or anything, but maybe I am, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, let's go back to the updates. Surely mm-hmm. there was some on-the-ship drama. Yes, there was. I'll give you oh. the, the true story. Uh, one day, we were at this place called Mystery Island, and uh, we got all these tender boats because the boat was too big to dock on the actual island. So we take these boats over. They had boats kind of like not work at some point to get us back. So we had to wait on the island for like three hours in the sun. But you know what? It was a beautiful view and a beautiful sunset. So actually, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> when I asked for drama, I don't think oh. you're understanding the brief. Did you see? Oh, no, 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 no. There was more drama. Like you wanted something out of the uh, the cafe, like the, uh, the all-you-can-eat buffet kind of situation. Uh, well, at one point, and this is pretty big news... They ran out of bacon. Alex. But then they replenished it with more bacon. Oh, my God. It sounds like you've been really doing it tough cruising the high seas, mate. It's been pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty chilled, pretty relaxed, not going to lie. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, lucky I've been holding this ship down and still steering it. <laughs> no steering here. I let the captain handle it on this end. Can I just say, though, big moment for you because i got to tell you, after the Christmas holidays and being obsessed with cruise TikTok... Mm-hmm. I reckon you're on the right side of history here. You've been pushing this cruising life for years and years, and now I feel like the rest of the world's finally caught up. Yeah, I'm kind of over it now, to be honest. I've on two back-to-back cruises, so I'm a bit done. I could be here that everyone else is catching up. Oh, my God. More importantly, how were the Disney pancakes? Oh, so good. Yeah, those Disney waffles were so good. I um, consumed many, many, many. And uh, you're going to see that when I get back. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hey, Might need also, a the door. also, what did you get me? Oh, um, I got you something so special that you can't buy in Australia. In fact, you shouldn't be able to buy it anywhere. But I have bought you something very special, and I will give it to you on Monday. Why do I feel like I'm getting a Beauty and the Beast keychain? Oh, no one not spending that much money on you. <laughs> this is a better watch. Well, look, enjoy the show as I hold this one down, mate. It sounds like you've really been doing it tough out there. Um, we oh, are so excited hard. to have you back on board. A little bit of a cruise reference just to make yeah, you still like feel like you're on holidays. Um, so Appreciate you'd, it. You'll be back Monday, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've got a lug of this holiday gimmick. I might just... I don't know. See where the next cruise ship's going. Where are you going next, guys? Alaska. Uh, I don't know if I can fit oh, in the Alaska trip. I will get on, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll see you over here. with Alan and Carly and right now joining me live in the studio I'm so excited about this is Millsy aka William Shakespeare from Anne Juliet good morning good morning hear ye hear ye hear ye <laughs> good morning hello how are you good now obviously this is one of the millions of things that you've been involved with mm. ever since Australian Idol um, musical theatre seems to be where you've found your sweet spot right because yeah. obviously you've got the musical talent you can sing dance and act and that's why I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, what drew you to this project? The writing. Um, David West Reed, who was one of the writers on Schitt's Creek. And of course... Oh my God, amazing. Yeah, that's why, like you saw the show on the weekend. Oh, so it like, was you can tell brilliant. That yeah. sort of 
uh, that comedy that that undercuts all the earnestness that's throughout the show. Yes, and it's it's the songs. Like these are the songs I grew up with. Yeah, like I'm mean, I'm born in 1982, so I grew up with Backstreet Boys and Zinc. Yeah. Dare I say Celine Dion? That Mum would play yeah. on the CD. And then there's some some absolute bangers that Max Martin has written. You know, in the last you know decade or so. Yeah. Now there's a moment in the show, and I don't want to give too much away, but you have this epic moment. And it made me realise maybe there was a bit of a missed opportunity in your career. So obviously you've had an amazing solo career, but seeing you in a boy band lineup, <laughs> I was like, surely being an Australian Idol contestant, you were probably pitched this at one point because we saw the Young Divas. Oh yeah, and yeah, I that's thought, right. God, that was such a missed opportunity. I would have loved to have seen some contestants. Like, can you imagine you? Guy Sebastian, Nolsey, oh, all politics. Like that all would have our, been the ultimate. All in our one direction. I tell you what, you know what? <laughs> I'll I'll pitch it to the boys and see I'd see what they see what they think. Uh we all get back together and uh, but can I just <laughs> put say, it back like, together. But seeing that, I was like, first of all, I'm like, you belong in a boy band. Like you can hold your own solo, but you could you had the moves, the oh, dance. Thank you. Like I was like, <laughs> how have we not seen this before? I look if you go back and look at Australian Idol tapes. Um, every time, every Sunday, I think it was every Sunday show, or was it Monday show? I think it was the eviction show. We had to do a group number, and I was like, oh, I need to shine in these group numbers because <laughs> I don't have the vocal chops of all the other contestants. So yeah. I'm going to really just give it everything in those all those dance moves. So if you go back and look at those those videos, I'm really giving it. Um, I've always loved the boy bands and stuff. I mean, I grew up listening to rock music, pop music, but yeah, there was some, there's something about being in a boy band. It, which is so hilarious, um, even in the script, that Shakespeare has written himself into a it's boy band so to iconic. make sure that he can, you know, live his, like, boy yeah. band fantasies. As I said, like, the show is um, silly, um, it's fun, it's joyous, uh, but it also has, like, heaps of heart as well. So, like, it has that moment, and the next thing you know, yeah. you've, you've got this... I don't want to spoil it. So you've got these beautiful um, heartfelt moments as yeah. well. I have to ask this, Millsy, because a lot of people follow your career along very closely. You're always doing so much. And Juliet, once it finishes up here in WA, there's still time to go along and see it, which I recommend. Then it's heading to Sydney. And then what's beyond that? Maybe Who knows? joining a boy band? Oh, look, maybe I'll speak to a guy and Chan. We'll get a boy band together. <laughs> Honestly, I want full credit for that because that would be the most iconic thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> it would be pretty hilarious uh, now that the cogs are turning in my brain. Look, as a working actor, singer, performer in the entertainment business, you just go where the next gig is. But um, yeah. I've been working on a few little projects as well. Ooh, some si- Some side hustles, which I can't talk about right now. But I released a book a couple of years ago about yes. what it is to be an Aussie man and um, sort of a deep dive into um, identity of the Australian man and masculinity. So yeah. maybe it's some- something down that path or... Um, I, I'm not quite sure yet, but um, yeah. I'm just really enjoying this. This this all lasts us, I think, till the end of July. I think we're in Sydney, yeah. so yeah. I I just really want to live every single moment. Yeah. I just love this role so much. It's the most fun role I've ever ever done in my life. Oh, awesome! And planning a wedding, might I add? Look, Georgie and I are both um, horrific at planning anything. So <laughs> if you know any good wedding planners, uh, set hey, it. Hey, Margaret River Margaret would River? be my hot take. Okay, everyone that gets. Married in Margaret River speaks highly of it. Do they stay married? That's what's the what's the strike rate? <laughs> I haven't followed up on a lot okay, of those. <laughs> well, go and see and Juliet is absolutely amazing. It is one of the best theatre shows I've ever seen. It's the uh, best. It's the best. It is the best. You're phenomenal in it. Thank you so much for joining me, Millsy. Thanks, mate. That was the Alan and Carly podcast. <laughs>